0: evening, everybody. Welcome to all my Facebook, Twitter, Shitter, TikTok people. That's right. This is Jimmy Palumbo, and I am the host of the Jimmy Palumbo Show, show number 92, and of course, behind the glass for the, uh, well, he's there most of the time. He's definitely injured a lot. He's the uh, Garoppolo of uh, hosts. Uh, One thing I like about my host, Chris Gucci, my co-host, okay? He's great. He sometimes blows off the show and never calls me. I have to hear from Dave what's going on. And then he never promotes the show. Listen, all you podcasters out there, you want a guy on your show every week who doesn't tell anybody you're on the show. That's what Dave was on last weekend. Chop sports people are afraid of the liaison. Jimmy, so I'm LeBron not even sure. If, I'm
1: not even so sure that you post your own show all the time. So yes, uh, so I do. I hired a girl, a lovely gal. I'm, I'm in the in. I'm in the works right now of hiring a a person. It does I don't know who it's gonna be yet, but for the same deal. I mean, I need somebody to run my social media so I could run other people's social media. That's basically where I'm at <laughs> in my life right now, if well, that listen. makes sense. I still
0: love you. And this is show number 92. Now, listen, everybody knows I always the number of the show. We name a jersey. We have fun with it. We're up to 92 now. We only have about eight weeks left, and this is going to have to change somewhat. Um, Listen, obviously, two arguably the best top 10 defensive players of all time on paper anyway, Reggie White and Michael Strahan. I personally think Reggie White was way better. Um, But Strahan certainly put together a fine career. Um, but I'm not going to do that number because there's very few 92s that stuck out with me. I'm sure you have one. But I am going to go with something that I had to do some research. I'm going to go with the 1992 Rutgers football team. Where the hell was I during this year? Probably half in a bag. Rutgers went 7-4, and four, right? They won their last two games. They didn't go to a bowl. 7-4, and four, they came in third in the Big East behind Miami and Syracuse, who I believe were in the top 10 that year. They had Bruce Presley at, court, uh, at running back. They had uh, Brian Forte, Ray Lucas. They they beat Pitt, Navy, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, and Temple. Those are decent wins even now. Like I yeah. don't remember, you know. I mean, like like Rutgers has been horrible for so long, but like, I don't remember this season. But what I do remember, and I I encourage all my listeners to Google the nineteen ninety two Rutgers Virginia Tech homecoming game. I will, Chris. I I will. I wish we had time. I would make you watch the last ten minutes because it's arguably, I think, the greatest college football game of all time. The way the last five minutes went, it's on blurry video, shitty TV. Uh, back then, we were on the TV Nun network. You read the paper. What was Rutgers on TV? It said TV Nun. Um, I used to think, wow, it's a great network, the Nun network. Uh, The great back of forth. Brian Forte throw a touchdown pass a corner route with no time on the clock really cool ending and the other guys it was back and forth it was nuts really cool college game so I realized since I forgot all about this team I got to I got to go with the 1992 Rutgers football team at seven and four which they haven't come close to getting that in years so that's where I'm going with show 92 who do you got?
1: All right, so obviously you you had brought up Reggie White, and that's a that's a layup. I'm not going to take Reggie White. He, I in my sure. opinion, we can make the case. You're talking about Strahan and Reggie White. I'm talking about LT and Reggie White is more of a conversation than Strahan and Reggie White. Just, I think it's. I agree. Yeah, Reggie might, White was great. Yeah, he was he was just unbelievable. Peace. But um, I'm gonna go with a different guy. Obviously, same position, different team. But Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker James Harrison. This dude. If you were to follow James Harrison On social media You would see some of the most insane Workouts that you could ever think of Him and his friends or his brothers Or his sons, I don't know who these guys are But they basically play volleyball With 40 pound medicine balls Think about that They have to catch it and throw it back over So it's it's like Not only that, he's bench pressing 580 Etc. It's just a, a good follow And obviously he was a complete dog when he played football, right. so James Harrison, James Harrison, and the
0: 1992 Rutgers football team odd mixing there, but a little shout out to Strahan and Reggie White because they were on paper at least Strahan. I was never a fan of Strahan, and that leads us to, of course, of course, of course. Listen, my Patreon. There's things going on in the Patreon, but we are stuck again at the Whitey Ford 16. Um, My friend, Mike Lawler, Shecky and I did something really shitty last week to Shecky uh, or Mike. I keep on calling him Shecky. That was his nickname back in the day. Uh, We were doing the NFL stinks list and we said we're going to hold off on Miami because I wanted to do it at the end. (laughs) I forgot about it. But last week, last week, I did have Miami at very good and we're going to get to the stinks (laughs) list in just a second. Um, But I forgot to big shout out to him. But we're still stuck at 16. Please don't forget, go on my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, my TikTok, all that stuff is very important. And also Patreon, for those of you who don't know, you go to Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, Google the Jimmy Palumbo Show, and show some love and support to my show. I got to get up to 17. We got to get to Mickey Rivers by next week. Don't you think we should be at Mickey yeah, Rivers? Yeah, I, like,
1: you know I mean, Oscar Gamble, maybe, Mickey Rivers. Come maybe on. I'll, gotta maybe I'll join your Patreon Right. For for one month, just so you could no, see it I don't go want, up. No,
0: you, no, I didn't join yours, you don't join mine. Which brings us to our sponsor, Absolute Eyewear, getting involved here, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. You got to go there. you got to talk to Craig and Janine, they're opticians, they take care of you, they got everything, eyeglasses over there, safety glasses, prescription, you, do, you got glasses for the kids. They do contacts, eye exams, all done on there. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Glasses available at Absolute Eyewear. Ray-Ban coach, Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, and Costa Del Mar. Also... Charles Oakley glasses. All right. There's a little Bob Shepard for you. I haven't done it. that took my time with it that time, Chris. I think you appreciated that. Um, I was going to say, Jim I did.
1: Part of me appreciates it, but then, you know, part of me is like, Jimmy's here taking his time, right? We got a lot of Jimmy's got like off the field issues. We'll call them going on today. And I do as <laughs> well. Right. And so, so, so I'm there rambling on and you got, we got a hard out here. All right. Well, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, listen,
0: it's my show. You know what, I'm about to, you know, Chris, you, you know what, you just, you're, you're looking, you are like, you You know what, you're you like one of those bad NBA You players. know what like, I know is coming, on, though? You should be on a Nets podcast. That you would wanna be, let oh. You, you oh. Wanna be let go. You want to be let go. You want to be let, you know why what I would you, you do?
1: Why, why would you say listen, the Nets, but not the Knicks? No, listen to me, because
0: that's, that's hell. I, I'm just sending you to purgatory. Listen to me. You're one of those guys, when it comes to podcasts, you're like, you know what, like, if you were to drop dead today, I would hope. That in, instead of heaven, you have to like do podcasts for soccer and hockey for eternity. That's you. And then, in, you and then to, not only that, you got that, your Packer jersey on, and they're like, "Great, you're covering Brazil." And then I have to follow a
1: social media plan to promote exactly said right. shitty podcast. And, and then you and, have
0: to come down from or come down or up, depending on where you go, and promote the Jimmy show. And it's show all and it's all
1: based on it's based on downloads. Whether I get to go to heaven or hell.
0: Right. Yes, so it's indeed. like if my That's downloads that, do well. Maybe you need some uploads. Go to heaven. But listen, go to Absolute Eyewear. Talk to Greg and Johnine, in 732-326-3937. Mention the show. You get $100 off a complete pair of glasses. And also they have the best slogan of all time. When you get glasses there, when you leave the store, okay, you don't feel like a jerk off. That's the best slogan of all time, because how many times, even when I'm done with my podcast, I feel like a jerk-off. I know you do, Chris, but when you leave Absolute Eyewear, you do not feel like a jerk-off, and they're open. They're closed on Wednesday.
1: Why, Chris? That would be softball day, Jimmy. And they're closed on Sunday. Why, Chris? Because they need to see the Giants get their asses right. beat. This is Weekend. Going alongside. Okay,
0: Week out. A, all right, knock it off now. We got some big news here. I have a very special guest coming up in a little bit. Uh, You guys are going to get a kick out of her. We're old friends. It's cool stuff. But I got some big news here. I've been waiting to announce it, but I'm going to now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm wearing the 706 hat because that's Johnny Trino's batting average in Beer League. And I'm telling you right now, we are shooting Beer League stuff next Wednesday at Stand Up New York from 7 a.m. to 7 Come on by. Bust my balls over on West 78th. This is big news. We have almost the entire cast. Now, I'm going to have my wife, Maddie Corman. Manganelli will be in the house, okay, uh, which is uh, Anthony DeSando. We got Corvette Larry, the bartender from Game Day the Short. He, Tony Menudo, and my guest knows him. We have uh, the bartender coming in, Alex Corrado. We have uh, Michael Dege, his role of Alphonse. He'll be there. We also got appearances. I'm going to use the word appearances. We're doing some video stuff from my L.A. people. Joe LaTrulio is back as Dave. Rhonda. Rhonda Mary Birdsong getting involved with Beer League. I don't want to call it Beer League too, but that's kind of what it is. These are for social media. It's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Jerry Minor uh, re- reprising his role. Um, and a bunch of other people who had uh, George Palermo, but uh, anybody that we, now the big two we didn't get as of yet are Mr. Arthur Lang and Ralph Macho. However, um, like all savvy producers in comics like myself, I am not ruling out Artie Lang or Ralph Macho for making some kind of appearance. Now I got a guilt Ralph Macchio. Only all, all I need, Ralph, listen to me. I'm busting your balls out. I need you for like a 30 second video. That's all I need. Send it to me. and We're done. You're out. You don't have to show up. We got to have Maz there. We're also having Elizabeth Regan. Maz's wife is going to be on there. Um, And a bunch of other cast members. I forgot anybody. I apologize. I'll talk more about it next week. But that's the big news. Beer League 2, the social media posts are coming. We've got a full production company, directors, writers, producers. I wrote the thing. It's going to be about 16 minutes. We're going to cut them all up. It's going to be exciting. And who knows what it'll lead to. So that's my big news of the day. Uh, also, my nightmares today, my car is getting towed as we speak. I'm waiting for a phone call from the tow truck company. Sucks ass. Something's wrong with my battery. I worked last night. I get out. I was freezing out. I get out, of, I get out of the place. I'm freezing my balls off. There's no one in the parking lot. I have to call this Uber guy. The car was all frosted up. Up where I live, it was like nine degrees. And so the Uber guys, like, you know, you look on the little chart. The car's not moving. I, so I called him up. I was like, dude, I didn't wear a jacket because I just went right into the, stupid. My mother says, "Always oh, bring a jacket. I didn't. I'm out there freezing my ass off. And I'm like, so I get this guy on the phone. He's like, hello? I'm like, hey, man, you're coming, right? Because like, I'm running out of timeouts here. <laughs> it's getting chilly in the car. No one's in the park. I didn't want to call anybody, wake them up late at night. Finally got home, blah, 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 tow truck. So I, I t- tell the tow truck where to go. My guy, Dan, right? At the mechanic. But I said, let me stop by real quick before I do this podcast. Hey, Dan, I got my car coming. And he's unloading fuel into his gas, the gas pumps. So I go, hey, Dan, I got my car coming. It's all fucked up with the with the uh, battery or something. I don't know. I hope it's not too bad. He goes, you can't bring the car here. That 18-wheeler is stuck in my parking lot. So the, the guy's got an 18-wheeler fuel truck stuck in front of the pumps. He can't sell gas. He can't. People can't get into the garage. Shit show. I would redirect to another guy community auto center in downtown Ramsey. And, um, and that's my life. So I don't know what the hell is going on. I got shit going on all week and I have no car cause I'm a jerk off. So that's my aggravation there. But I did get aggravated and have a great time on Sunday because I took my daughter, Natalie to her first Rutgers game. I put some posts out. Uh, Natalie was having a long day. We get her in a car. We drive down, I see my mother, her Christmas tree and a whole bit. Uh, Natalie was having fun with my, with her grandmother. And, uh, then we went to the game and I told her, she's like, dad, you know, I go to the Rutgers football games. They don't, they don't really do good. I'm like, no, no, football, basketball's different. We're good. We're good. I said, but look, we're playing a pretty tough team. Seton Hall's not bad. We could lose, but it'll be different. She walked in there, man. And all the red stuff around it, I, I don't care what anybody says. I'm a big Rutgers fan, but you go to the rack. If you're a fan of the team, if you're a fan of another team playing Rutgers, go to the rack. It's awesome. It's, I think it's a top 10 college basketball experience. Um, they do an awesome job. The rack is a unique building. It's loud. It's crazy. The band's there. The cheerleaders. The fans are like on top of the court. Uh, everything was great. I took a really cool video of my daughter seeing the band start off and all that stuff. Of course, the one game I take my daughter to, the McScarlet Knights, play their worst game in three years. Um, at one point, I wanted to put shorts on and run out there and hit a jump shot. It was horrible um so that was completely shitty uh but my daughter had a great time she loved it she can't wait to go again that's huge for me uh so go are you they got a couple big games coming on and then january the schedule gets nasty i made the prediction that they will not make the tournament this year too many moving parts too many young guys running around don't know what the hell they're doing yet but they're good players and we got good players coming in
1: uh, Hall- ruckers Rutgers wrestling is doing really well too right now yeah, well, all the all the sports are doing well
0: except for football. <laughs> Once football gets going, we'll be all right. But yeah, wrestling's the recruiting that guy's doing is through the roof. And plus soccer's good, even the baseball team's good now. Um the Knicks, of course, still stink. Um I watch them, they're been a little better. I don't know. There's something about this Knicks team I can't stand. I don't know what it is. Um we can talk about the Giants real quick. Um Hmm. Well, the Giants ran into the best team in the league. And the Giants are struggling. Everyone's hurt. Um, I actually they called the Giants called me Sunday morning, wanted to know if I could play wide receiver. Um, they were looking for some faster guys. So I said, listen, I'm 57, I'm slow, I used to play softball. The guy was like, ah, can you get here in time? I was like, nah, I can't. I'm playing pickleball. I can't make it. You're like, no, the I'm, going to to the work- Rutgers. I'm going to the ruckers.
1: Yeah, I'm going to the ruckers. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna go to the Ruckers game with my daughter instead of starting at wide receiver. I think me and my brother would do just as well. Like if me and my brother were lined up on the, with a uniform on like Frank Palumbo, wide right Palumbo, wide left. I would definitely catch like a down and in for at least like four yards. Giants have the worst receivers. Their defense isn't great. Their secondary is hurt and they're not doing well. Game was a nightmare. However, I am here to bring good tidings to the giant fans of America. We were not supposed to do anything this year. I know we started off seven to one or six to two, whatever it was. However, It is December 13th. We are, my Christmas lights are up. And if the season ended today, the football giants would be in the playoffs. And anybody that says, I'd rather have them playing good, not make a playoff. That's Chris. It's all about getting laid. Getting laid is making the playoffs. Okay. That's how it works. The giants actually can almost lose every game and still make the playoffs. They do have to beat the Redskins this week. That's a big game. I don't think the Giants, the teams they play are all better than them, even though a lot of them stink. Uh, but I don't know. Listen, it's December 13th. I don't think the Giants are going to get eliminated to the last week, even though the, the, the visual, the, 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 what's a, the eye candy is not positive. We still have a shot for the playoffs. NFC stinks. There you go. The Cowboys got lucky a little bit on Sunday, but that happens. I thought that was the bet of the week. My God, everybody was saying they, the other team can't win. The other team brought it. NFL is a week to week league. The week before, you would have thought the Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl. If you watched them last week, they looked awful. So can't figure it out. It's a week to weekly. You know that as well as anybody. And it's a is that a reason why you just shouldn't gamble? <laughs> like that 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 you know, a, gambler, is, is could not argue, a you.
1: gambler could argue that's why you should
0: because people picked it with the 17-and-a-half. Anyway, um, you guys didn't play, right? You had a bye, didn't you?
1: Yeah, but everything you know went as everything went as good as it possibly could have gone for Green Bay on the bye week. Yeah, you're, you're still alive. You're still alive as Somehow well. or another. The, like, the reason yeah. we're still alive, truthfully, the Packers have to win all their games. That's why we're not alive to me, because I, I don't see anything out of them that's proven the fact that, right. or, or indicated that they could win four in a row when there's Miami, Minnesota on the schedule. That said, I, they need teams like the Giants to lose all but one game. If the Giants beat get, the Colts but lose to Washington, lose to Philly, lose to you know, like then I, then the Packers are are alive. But they have to listen, win. You
0: you guys can still finish nine and eight. Um and uh wouldn't be the if, first
1: time Aaron Rodgers and I, 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 I in December. I think the
0: Gi- yeah, I I don't listen. Uh I, I think they're up against it. I just don't think the Packers are that good this year. But yeah, I, I agree. Totally, their defense uh, is if, playing you're gonna if way you're gonna worse keep, than I thought they would if you're going to keep a bullet in the chamber with a gun, Aaron Rodgers is the best guy, I think if the giants beat the Redskins and the Colts, they're almost a lock for it, but we don't know it's NFL week to week, but the giants are no, still if the wise. giants
1: win. Those if the giants win those two games, they are a lock.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I agree with you on that now, uh, which brings us to, um, the world cup. I'm sorry. I know you know, us lost. Uh, it was, they got smoked and, uh, I, I don't know enough about soccer. I know uh, they're in, they're in cutter and, and all those places, Dubai cutter that look really nice with the flashy buildings. Why would anyone ever want to go there? It's ruled by different people that, that, that people are dying over there. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just have, I, I wouldn't go to that area. If uh, even to do a movie, even I would maybe decline it. I'm serious about that. Why would you want to go to these journalists are drop dead. I don't get any of it. Um, but the whole thing, I don't know if about soccer. The games to me just don't make any sense. They're boring, it's one-nothing, and it's, it's enough about World Cup, it's over. Anyway, time for my NFL stinks list, and that is sponsored by cornhole Go to cornholevel.com. Why, Chris? Because if you play cornhole and you got a board in your backyard, Chris, and it's shitty and it's not level, it's not proper, you hook this cornhole level on, and what happens? It magically Gets just at the right angle to and fro and up and down. Perfect stocking stuffers. they are 1995, 20% off. If you put the JP show in, cornholelevel.com. Uh, my buddy, my second second baseman, my Caprio is the owner. These things are cool. Go check it out, cornholelevel.com. Um, Chris, I know you have one. I sent you some. It's the greatest thing ever. It's good for indoor, indoor cornhole getting involved. And that's it. Now it brings us to my stinks list. I got to say right off the bat to Mike Shecky Lawler, thank you so much for being on my Patreon. But last week you were at very good, and I've reduced you to good now. I don't think the Dolphins are that good based upon what I saw. All right, here we go. Buffalo Bills, very good. Dolphins, good. Patriots, average. Jets, average. The Ravens, very good. Cincinnati Bengals, good. Cleveland Browns, stink. Steelers, stink. It's the first time ever. Two divisions are full stinks. Titans, Jaguars, Colts, Texans, they all stink. AFC West, I got the Chiefs is very good. Chargers is average. I got the Raiders and Broncos, of course, stink. I still have the Eagles at very good. They certainly looked good last week. Cowboys, I still got them at very good because 10-3 and 3 is 10-3. and 3. I have the uh, Commanders average. And for the first time this year, I have the New York Football Giants. I had to do it, Chris. I have him at stinks still in the playoffs, but I had to give him the S yes. I had to do it. Anybody watch that game and say his team stinks. So that's what right. exact, that's what the, that's what the stinks list is all about. You yeah. watch the game for 40 seconds and you go, you know what? This team stinks. That's what it's all it's, about. It's
1: looking like, it's looking like Saquon's fading a little bit down the stretch, yeah, which we, we may have anticipated. Uh, you know, you got to yeah. give him his credit, give him his flowers for this season, but it's yeah, gonna going to be tough going forward for him.
0: Running backs get nicked all the time. That's why you should never draft them. All right. Minnesota Vikings at good. Detroit Lions. Now, listen, Lions are i I, I rooted for the Lions last year because they've been so bad for so long, even longer than the Giants. I have the Detroit Lions as good. they they were they started out one and six. They've gone five and one. Five in a row. Five in a row. Um they have their third in the league in scoring. Um uh, Goff, listen, golf is badass. I mean, he gets it done. The the Lions are fun to watch. They lost a couple of heartbreakers. Their record even be better than that. I have them at good for the first time in God knows how long. Packers, I still have it. Stinks. Bears stinks. Little, 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 star next to the Packers. If they like if they win this week, we'll see. I might, I might bump them to average. We shall see. Chicago Bears definitely stink. Now the NFC South. Everybody stinks. Buccaneers, Panthers, Falcons, Saints all stink. Tom Brady is clearly. Even though he's the GOAT and what he did to come back. But he didn't have a good game, and then he got smoked this Sunday. So uh, the Buccaneers stink. I have the 49ers are very good. Seahawks average. I have the Arizona Cardinals and Rams stink. So we have 17 stinks. We're getting up there now where we should be. Two divisional stinks across the board. Five averages, goods, And six very good. That is the Jimmy Palumbo stinks list. It's unbelievably accurate. If you go up against power ratings, if you Google it, there's a couple that are up for disagreement. I know I saw you shaking your head when I have the Ravens and Bengals at very good and good, but you know what? Nine and four. The way the league is, the whole league stinks. So, yeah, you know, I, I had a I had to bump somebody up. I, no, Christmas I, I like the
1: Bengals. I like the Bengals. Um, the Ravens, yeah. their quarterback is hurt, so right, and their backup well, that, is hurt now. I, so everybody's hurt.
0: Well, that's like me. Who's the backup for the Jimmy Palumbo show? Well, listen. That doesn't matter because I have coming to the program. Oh, I'm just getting my sheet in front of me. What the hell did I do with it? Uh, coming to the program now. I'm going to click her in right now. I have a very special guest. Now, Chris, I don't, you don't know this person, but she is a absolute darling. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the Jimmy Plumbo Show for the first time. Getting involved here. Here she is. Everyone miss nicole Payone. nicole how we doing hello i know thank thank you you for listening putting me
2: on the 92nd show jimmy wow i feel (laughs) honored
0: this is uh your 92 show you're in the uh you know 92 Rutgers football show
2: um thank you chris uh, for mentioning james harrison because i was screaming in my my pillow
1: oh so we got a steelers fan there you go i I, I, I it all worked out
2: it all worked yeah. out. I believe he was. It's Super Bowl history, right? The longest pick six in Super Bowl. Yeah, history?
1: yeah, you are correct, one hundred percent.
2: But let's talk about Rutgers.
0: Well, Rutgers football is a disaster, but uh, the other sports are doing fine, and the Rutgers basketball team is very good and very competitive. Listen,
2: we could sit I here because t- my brother went to Rutgers, and all I hear throughout the entire year is every stat that he could possibly tell me and I right. I can't tell him that I don't care enough.
0: You see that I know but you're like a you're a soccer fan though aren't you?
2: Yeah, soccer fan. Big soccer yeah. fan. I played for Manchester Good. United for, for two know. weeks.
0: That's wonderful. What, but that's not what we're going to talk about on this show.
2: <laughs> this no. is not.
0: This that's is fine. the anti soccer show. I know um, I gather that. <laughs> I respect people who play it. Same thing with lacrosse. Everybody knows I hate lacrosse, but playing it is great. Watch lacrosse Um, is a nightmare, and I've done whole shows on that. Right. But anyway, listen, let's get to what... First of all, Nicole Payon is an American comedian, director, writer, and actress. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Now, the reason why she is, she just directed a film called The Kill Room, and that's coming out soon enough. And she also directed uh, a movie that came out last year called Friendsgiving, which was uh, very well-received. Which is why you got to direct the second one. Because when you shit the bed on the first one, they don't give you the second shot. You well, got the second shot. Yes, come on. Who are we kidding?
2: I made you, the second one happen. Nobody's giving me any.
0: I know, but still. I developed
2: you, it. I got the cast. Yeah, I did it. All I know,
0: time. but still. But I'm still, still if the other one, if you're you, you, with friends giving you rock the double off the wall, then you play again. Now, the reason sure. why I could be so slang with Nicole Payone is because two things. I love having people on my show. Who produce and direct things and never hire me? That's been my Chris. You we've we've been through this, Chris, right? So I'm I'm on the end of the bench, and I, I it's like if the movie business had a WFAN, could you imagine in the ninth inning of the game, there's Palumbo at the end of the bench, 120 credits, much been in the league a long time, good contact hitter, plays well, and all of a sudden. People just, oh, oh, we need someone to pinch hit. I
1: mean, she and did come sudden, on the show. She came on the show hedging her bet, said, oh, episode 92. So nice of you to have me. I mean, I guess <laughs> exactly. you guys are even now. So
0: listen, I hire her to be on my show. That's how it works. However, Nicole Payone, I'm totally busting her balls now. I love she, it. If she was on the Tonight Show tomorrow night and someone said to her, who got you into showbiz? What would your answer be? I would
2: say, firstly myself, but secondly uh, no, Jimmy Palumbo.
0: <laughs> that Jimmy Palumbo, and let me tell you why. We, I go out. I was doing live on tape with NBC. I go out with a b- bunch of buddies of mine. And uh, my our friend Nicole Salzano, my buddy Bobby Cristiano, we're, we're you know we were all younger having drinks. Here comes this little doll face, this little girl named Nicole, and so she's like, "Yeah, I'm looking looking to get into showbiz production, whatever." And I had just gotten off the phone with my buddy Mike Stafford, who was producing live on tape with NBC. And I looked at her and I was like, "Oh, I'll tell you, you want to get in showbiz? Call this guy up." And you no, I think I'll tell you exactly some,
2: what you said. No, no, no,
0: hang on, let me do my story first. Okay, I said call this guy up, and and you'll. And he, he, we need someone to answer the phones. The offices just got started. So the rest of the night goes on. I'm drinking. I forget about it. I show up for work the next day. I didn't even remember her name because I, I, I just gave her Mike Stafford's number. All of a sudden, I hear a voice answering phones because <laughs> I was late. She was probably there at 9 a.m. I got there at 10. All of a sudden, I come in the room and there's Nicole Payone already working the phones. And I was like, What are you doing here? She goes, I called that guy Mike Stafford.
2: <laughs> and yeah. He
0: hired me. And next thing you know, she became like one of the main assistant producers. She was involved in like every aspect because we were like you were like on the, uh,
2: the first ship that
0: landed ground floor. And next thing you know, we're shooting at NBC, 30 Rock, all this stuff. And you got to meet all those people. And you really haven't stopped since. And then you got into comedy and all that stuff. And so I, I launched your career. Of course, after that, I didn't do shit for you. But so now let's, let's, let's talk about you. Cause it's, I, this show's about me, but I, Chris is already laughing. Like Jimmy, let this girl talk. So I want to talk first of all about Friendsgiving. Um, what was that like? Uh, tell us about it. Uh, what was your experience directing a kind of a big cast, big movie first time?
2: Yeah. Big movie. Um, you know, it's weird. Like things like that, like how we met and you, to me, the recollection was you want to be in show business show up at NBC at 10 a.m. tomorrow and I did and I just kind of just figure it out man and I there was a guy named Nikki Weinstock so I went to the Groundlings I studied there my friends Annie and Kristen wrote Bridesmaids and they had told me the they were working with this guy Nikki and I wanted my own Nikki and then you get you know, auditions, whatever, and I got in the Judd Apatow movie. I was in Funny People, and I had a great scene with Adam Sandler. And and Nick yeah, you really the, what you
0: really got into the Groundlings, right? You were like entrenched. Yeah, in that, I right? loved
2: it. I loved it. Character writing, characters right. writing. It's it's a great place to study, and and great people.
0: Cult cult like status over there.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, and it's a great. It's one of the best programs that I've been yep. been through. Uh, And so I got in a Judd Apatow movie and the guy, Nikki, was the producer on it. And then, you know, you just see people's names like you clue into certain people's names. And and then I wrote Friendsgiving based on a Thanksgiving that I had had with my best friend Mollin and. And we were meeting producers and, and, and I saw we're meeting Red Hour, Ben Stiller's company, and it was Nicky Weinstock. And I was like, oh, my God, like what? Like this was like year, nine years later after I first saw his name or heard right, about. Him. That's great. And he said yes. And so Ben and Nikki and were my producers and they shielded me from a lot of 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 producerial things. You know, when you're in independent films, sometimes. There could be a lot of shady, weird people doing some weird stuff. We'll get into that that. later. But uh, it was a great experience. We hired a bunch of friends and shot it in one house in three weeks. And, you know, it's it's hard, like long hours, all that stuff. But everybody goes through that and you just kind of get through it as best as you can. And and it just this year, two years after it's out, it's, it's on all these lists of like Thanksgiving movies to watch and. Right. It was really popular this year, and I was not surprised, but well, yeah, pleasantly surprised by it.
0: Yeah, and the movie had legs, as I I I, I assumed legs. it would have.
2: And I wrote it in like legs. 2014. Like I'm like, oh That's my god, great. You know, it, like comedy evolves, as we know, and 2014 to 22 is a is a long time, and so it uh, is. I'm proud of it. We made it for a million dollars. Like it's awesome. Maybe. So there you go. Yeah, listen.
0: That's that's your beer league. It rocked it very that's well, and which led to, led to your second, directorial thing. Um, yeah, the Kill Room. Now, uh, I I know. Uh, well, obviously, I know nothing about it because, you know what? I was unavailable for the entire shoot. I have to come up with a what's my excuse for being unavailable for it? I was, I was shooting I a movie in. I was shooting a movie in Nicaragua. Does that work? I have to have sure. something. Sure, sure. I was doing. A, I was doing a movie big
2: tax credit in Nicaragua.
0: I was doing the movie in Sicily with Michael Madsen. Is that does that work for you, or what do you what do you think? Right. Or my 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 quote was too high. Uh, We have to have we have we have to have a. I I want you to come up with the excuse publicly. Well, we we should sidebar
2: on this because I feel you know I I I can see you're 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 over it, but. uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) But see now I have to root for the Kill Room to become a huge hit. Cause then I'll be on the end of the bench. Yeah. Well, who doesn't the, like the Samuel Co-Payon Jackson? Company. Come on. Uh, yeah,
2: directing Samuel.
0: It wasn't between me and Samuel Jackson for the lead. I assure you of that. Right. Um, he's yeah, he's great. I worked with him actually on the on the piece. Oh, really? He's a piece of yeah, he's a piece of work. He's, piece of work.
2: He's always busting. You know, if if somebody's messing up and and time isn't being used efficiently, like he'll tell you. But like, he, man, the guy did over one hundred and seventy movies. Like. I want to listen. He was busting me like, what's oh, the sure. second movie? I did three this year. And, you know, he was just, he was awesome. He was incredible. It was right. like a, I was in awe. He, he,
0: he made me laugh. We were shooting the Espies and they were setting up, the Espies were that night and it was like 12 o'clock and we were shooting a little thing for the, to put up on the screen during the show and the director was kind of bumbling and all of a sudden he just said, shoot the money. I don't care about any of these people here. I don't know who they are. Put the camera on me and let me do my lines because I gotta go get ready to do yeah. those And it was it was awkward, but at the end of the day, I, I'm sitting, I was sitting right next to him. Yeah. And I wanted to go, what are you, a jerk off? But then I realized we were running out of time. And the guy, so the guy just the guy just sheepishly put the camera on Samuel Jackson and he yeah. shot the money and yeah. got it done. So yeah, he can be very uh 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 but he's he's right most of the time. So what but are you? But that's do? the
2: thing. Like I loved working with him because he sends like his parameters ahead of time. So this way you know like what you're working with. Don't bug him. Right. You know, thirty minutes is when he gets on set. He's going over his lines. Give him give him a ten minute heads up. Like I like all these things. Right. I like to know. I love that.
0: I love that. I love. Yeah, I, I totally do. He's a pro. Yeah. He's been doing it. He's been in like seven thousand movies. Yeah. Um And big. Hits too, obviously. I think he's the number one box office of yes. all time, isn't he? Yeah. Um. well now for the kill room? So what's it about? What What's going on? Where oh, Where are funny. you in production? So, and
2: I got the script from uh, a friend from NYU. I developed it for two years. Uh, You know, I had it with some producers. They were like, you know, they're just like, we'll send out, we'll send it out. And I was like, no, I'm gonna figure this out. And I had been bugging a friend of mine uh, who was a manager. For about a year to read it. And then one day I was walking in New York and my girlfriend said, Who's your ultimate Patrice? And and I was like, Uma Thurman. And that just popped out of my head. Lo and behold, I swear my hand to God, Uma was represented by that manager that I had been bugging for a year. Like she was an old, old friend. I didn't keep up with her talent list. She read it, and she's like, This is Uma Thurman. Like, can I give it to her? And I was like, Are you are you kidding me? That was another one of those, like Synchronicity, wow. and then yeah. two weeks later, Love I was
0: that. having lunch with Uma Thurman. That's and unbelievable. She said
2: yes, oh, wow. and so then Sam Uma, Jackson
0: and Uma, Uma Thurman, yeah, are being directed by yes Nicole and, Payone,
2: like crazy. Who Jimmy
0: Palumbo got started in Showbiz. So I'm connected to this movie, <laughs> Chris. You are, <laughs> so we, I, it's matter of fact, I actually your movie, and Jimmy Palumbo, yeah. I'm gonna start. Telling people I directed I yeah. think I'm very I assist I was the assistant director on The this. Liaison. Um so but what's it what's it about? What's, so what's the movie
2: about? about? Share the, that. I don't know. The art world and the underworld. Sam Jackson and Joe Manganiello start they need a new place to launder money so they start laundering it through art but through Uma Thurman's gallery and you know but they have to actually produce a piece of art. And so Uma's assistant keeps seeing these pieces being sold for large pieces of money, large amounts of money, and she starts chatting with, in the art world, saying like, "Oh, we sold all these pieces. Now everybody wants a bagman, which is uh, Joe Manganiello's character. is called a bagman because he does stuff for the mob and he yeah. strangles people with a plastic bag. So now the bagman is getting really famous in the art world, and we they got to keep it hush hush. And so they they've got a little. Mess to get out of, and that
0: sounds that sounds very cool. Without what was the different, what was the experience difference between, like the kill room and Friendsgiving? Did you learn a lot of stuff from Friendsgiving and then carry that over, or was it two different apples and oranges?
2: Well, yeah, it was kind of like apples and oranges because it's two different tones, right? Like Friendsgiving was just straight up comedy, a lot of improv, just fun people kind of pinging it off of each other. We stuck to the script, but but at one point every day we would just like let let the actors go, and there were some characters that only had a one line in the script, so we would let them improvise. The Kill Room was very um, measured, and it's a it's a comedic thriller so it's not you know we're not improvising a lot it was let's get these things done right. let's get the best shots we had how many
0: weeks how many weeks did you have to shoot it
2: we had five weeks oh wow so
0: and uh th- what was your budget if you don't mind me asking
2: the budget was around 10 million
0: that's your art you are nicole payone is a badass okay she's directing 10 million dollars movies that is officially getting involved you are you guys, from the army I mean, in atlanta five years
2: but hey right? no
0: you're directing 10 10 million dollar movie with uma and sam
2: it was we'll just cool call it like that i can't deny it. Okay. like it was it was it was the coolest thing i've ever done in my life
0: i cannot believe this little girl comes in to a bar and next thing you know she's directing 10 million dollar movies uh, I well think that's, uh,
2: i don't think it's next thing you know it's like i think
0: that's how 20 I'm, years later it? my show it's my show okay, and i say sure. i say you the, the way i see it's like this you met me the next day you were answering phones for live on tape then the next day you were directing friendsgiving and by the end of the week you were directing sam jackson <laughs> and was serving in a movie now i gotta ask you about it that's listen it's incredible i can't i follow you from afar but we talk every now and then. sure i think it's awesome um but you know thing thing i was pissed i never got to see you do was that whole uh, tour bus comedy thing you did? i was so that looked funny that as fun. hell. Yeah, now, explain, funny. explain, to, explain to people what that was all
2: about. Uh, so I basically, uh, I needed a side job, you know, in L.A. You always do. And I was going through a breakup, so a friend of mine owned a tour bus company with double decker tours, and he was like, "I just want you to ride around and like think about think of like a funny, you know, think of a funny." like funny copy that you could write. And I was just crying because I was heartbroken and I wanted to sing Adele songs. And so I was like, well, that's funny. I'll do like a one woman show on a tour bus, taking people past my ex-girlfriend's homes. And oh, that's Adele so great. <laughs> yeah. I that's so awesome. I did it. And you notice now, like a lot of the TV shows, like they're, they're pe- people are, people ripped it off. You know, you do, you do one thing in Hollywood and everybody, Jumps on it like now in, in the TV shows, uh, the actors are doing the, their comedy tour on the buses and stuff, right? But whatever, uh, it was but you, so you fun.
0: Were, again, you were on the cutting edge. You were doing instead of coffee with comedians, you were doing breakups on a tour bus with Nicole Payne, yeah,
2: Bam. yeah.
0: I know people that got a little buzz too. I remember, well, I forget, I read it somewhere. Uh, yeah, it was, the Times, it was in the LA
2: Times, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great, yeah, it's awesome. It was LA Weekly, it was fun.
0: I loved it. I loved it. Now, let me see. Now, you're living in – where do you live in L.A. now? What section? Where are you at? I don't even know. I live
2: in Echo Park.
0: Okay. How long have you been living there? About
2: 11 years.
0: Oh, wow. It's good.
2: It's like you... the, a nice mix of, like, New York and L.A. It's.
0: Were you living in – Did were you always living in – how long have you been living in L.A.? Were you going back and forth like I did, or you, oh, you've been in L.A. for a
2: while? I've been there since 99.
0: Wow. You've been there 23 years already. Wow. Yeah. wow, wow, That's really cool. I thought you right. were going back and forth. And um, what town are you from in Jersey again?
2: Lindhurst, right by Giant uh, Stadium. Lindhurst,
0: right by Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium. I don't
2: know what
0: and you, and you actually, didn't you play, you played soccer in college too, didn't you?
2: Yeah. Soccer, softball, big jock, big jock.
0: That's right. I think we played, didn't we, I get you one day for William Morris softball team. Didn't you play once? I, I think I, think I, I did. Almost,
2: I think I went two for three with two home runs.
0: See that? Look at that. I was three for four <laughs> with with three Punch and Judy hits over the second baseman's head. I, uh, That's really awesome. So everybody's okay? Your family? You still uh, You go back? at your home for the holidays? What's going home on? Home for
2: the holidays. Home in New York for the holidays. You know, just chilling out. Movie. I have one more day on the movie. We have to do some color. And then we are done. It'll Eddie, be in theaters. I... It'll be in uh, over 500 theaters next year before uh, September.
0: Wow, so the Kill Room, directed by Nicole Payone, coming out next fall, I guess, um, kind of right around, me. right, right, right around the time that Rutgers football, which will be depressing. So I'll need something to while they lose to go and, and enjoy myself. And she also directed Friendsgiving, and Netflix. she was in the. It's on Netflix. She was in the. Go check that out. She was in the Groundlings. Um, she's also a, a great friend of mine. She's a, a, always been a sweetheart and good people. She worked on live on tape, where she cut her teeth in that world. Um, now, where can what are you at NicolePayone.com or what's your what's all your shit?
2: Yeah, I guess so. And no E. I got to get and stuff together. I'm I'm you know. Yep. You gotta get your stuff. All yep, the, you gotta so, get it's, the it's, it's,
0: Listen when you when you're hanging out with Sam Jackson, and Uma Thurman. Now, if you were hanging out with Jimmy Plumbo, you'd probably have like super social media. <laughs> but said, you're on, you're on. But listen, Nicole Payon, N-I-C-O-L, Payon, P-O-N-E. Nicole, I cannot thank you enough. You rock. I wish you the best of luck with all these things. We will uh thanks call for having you...
2: me on the 90 second show.
0: Yes. Uh, I will call you. Um uh I will call you in a couple of days about what's going on in my world and I and all that other stuff. And I love you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. How long
2: are you in town for? Till Christmas. Day after Christmas. Give me a call. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll make something happen. Chris, thanks again. To you.
1: You as well. Thank
0: you. You got it. I think uh, Chris's girlfriend has to watch Friendsgiving. I think you'll get it. To- oh, so you don't think she's already that.
1: seen that? Come on now, Jimmy. I've been probably seen <laughs> it right. like 15 times.
0: <laughs> you got Bye, you guys. It. All right, Nicole. Thank <laughs> you thanks so much. All righty. Nicole Payone getting involved here from the Omni. That's awesome. It's a a $10 million budget movie. That's
1: serious. I can't. Yeah. You made it, bro. It sounds like you made it.
0: Yes. I mean, listen, I worry hard on that film. I, uh, (laughs) as you well know, I'm joking with Nicole. She knows that if there was a part in there for me and she could have made it work, you would have, she would have helped me out for sure. As, uh, Someday, you never know. I'll do something to help her out. But uh, no, she's great. Talented as hell. The Groundlings, Chris, you don't understand. The Groundlings is some serious shit over there. Like a lot of big comedians came through there. Um, and that's just awesome. So, all right. We got to get to a couple of things quickly here. Uh, first of all, this show is also sponsored by ChasingMiracles.com. Hydration water packs. These things, you got to check them out. They deliver trace minerals into your water. Increasing stamina, strength, and overall good health. Go to chasingmiracles.com. You got to talk to Donna and Tommy. They know what's going on. They're easy to use. You take these little packets, you drop it in the water, you shake it and you drink the water and it gives you the minerals and all that stuff. Um, it's really cool stuff. Give them a call, go to chasingmiracles.com. They're great people. They believe in health and and good vibes and love. And they're just, uh they're really cool people.
1: Chris, if you ever meet? I know you got the packets, but did your girlfriend try them? Is she anybody over there? Yeah, yeah, she drank them. She's it, the the best thing that she could say about it was that a she didn't notice that it was in there in terms of the taste. So that's right. good. That's a plus. I think. yeah, you don't, I don't taste wanna, it. No, you don't I don't want to have any any weird taste in my water. And um, yeah, I think what she has to do, what she did do, was she dried them out, and now she's gonna put something. She's gonna use it for her garden next year, or something. She grows like a tomato plant every year on her. I'll deck. sprinkle
0: it in, and I, there's I alternative
1: you... uses for it. It gives you a uh, a pack when you get the packet. It has a little list of other things you could use it for after you put it in your water. You dry it out, even and then know you crush that. it up.
0: I got it. You know what? I'm gonna have. I gotta have. I might have Tommy or one of the. I gotta. I gotta find out more about that. That's nuts because I've been throwing them out. Yeah, don't um, throw them out. Yeah, repurpose them. Okay, I will repurpose the hydration packs by ChasingMiracles.com. So go check that out for sure. Now, don't forget, big show Avenel, March 10th and 11th um this is going to be a great show at, at downtown downtown Avenel. uh just so we can be clear who's on the show uh i just got to check it real quick i know where's where the hell is it we got all right here we go we have um on uh, friday night i'm going to be having kelly shannon as my host and mike egan he'll be on the show and saturday night will be your friend and mine randy lupo and Eric McMahon is the feature and yours truly both nights as the headliner. Go check it out at the Avenel pack. It's going to be a huge show. It's a big show for me. I want to get it going. We have a few minutes here. So Chris, I can tell you this, uh, Yellowstone, um, starting to dig it a little bit. It's uh, coming around. It's starting to just like a lot of shows. It's starting to move in a, in a cool place. Tulsa Kings. Did you watch Sunday's episode yet? Probably didn't. You're a little behind.
1: No, no, no. Sunday's episode you watched I got to up on last Sunday's episode and it, still. Okay. I'm, I'm still behind, thinking it. Bro.
0: And uh White Lotus ended um I won't uh, blow anybody's uh, uh the ending. I hated the ending. Um I didn't like it. Number one, there there, there wasn't enough of the prostitute girl. So to me, it's like when a girl's scoring 35 points a game, she, you can't. you She must be in every scene. <laughs> like, you must let her play. Uh, but uh, the show ended kind of weird, but they always do end weird. Um, but so that's my thing there. So I, I listened. The show ended. God bless America. Um, and don't forget about going to the Pine Tar Bar and Grill, pinetarbargrill.com. 121 South Main Street, Forked River, 609, 489, 4286. They got all the games over there. Chris, I gotta get you down there. My buddy Tommy owns the place. Well, I think we're gonna have to close out our show due to time constraints here at Shea. Uh, I think Dave has to use the room. Um Yeah, but, there's a uh, there's
1: a Dallas Cowboys podcast about to go uh, off,
0: baby. I would just, I would just, you know, well, you can I guess you can you could sign off. I could do some more shows. But, yeah, yeah. You could you could you, but can, you know what? Stay with people. Well, listen, listen, Chris. If you sign off the show, will, the, the the ratings will just. I mean, how am I gonna? Right my down social media shitter. numbers will go down.
1: Right down so, the shitter, like the Giants in the standings
0: I, right now. I was I was worried about you last week. I thought you were having health issues when you the show. I was like, well, no, hope I'm it's okay. good. I mean, like I but was making
1: sure that I didn't have
0: lingering I I health issues that. from kidney stones. I, I had
1: some tests to have done, and I'm all good. Right. Clean That's built. good. That's
0: most important. You're wearing your Yankee shirt. I see that. So, we're going to end the show with this. Beer League is going to be... You're going to start seeing some stuff on social media, on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are shooting some Beer League stuff. Um, I, want to give a, I want to give a big shout-out. Oh, big shout-out to uh, my buddy Kenny Barnhart's son, Alex. He's in the Navy. He won pilot not one he he got awarded like pilot of the week or the month or the year he flies helicopters which is awesome um he played on my softball team he wasn't that good he was young he's like six foot five um he was actually pretty good i like to bust his balls um he was a good player and he's in the navy he got married he's just a good kid upstanding citizen flies those badass helicopters for the navy and he won pilot of the year whatever it was so that's awesome And uh, a little shout out to my aunt, Dolores. She's not feeling so good. Hopefully she'll come around soon. Get home before Christmas from the hospital. That'll be good. And uh, that's it. That's our show. The Jimmy Plummer Show. Show number 92. And we will see you next week with a very special guest here from downtown. Mawa in the shitty kitchen studios. I think I'm going to get it. Is there any company called shitty kitchen studios? I should buy that website. And also check out my website, jimmypalumbo.com. I got some new stuff up on there. That's it. Dave's got a shitty cowboy show. We'll see you. Thanks a lot, Chris. I love you. Have a good one, buddy.